I'm going to give you some of the word of the Lord this morning. I'm so excited. The word, prepare the way of the Lord, has been on my heart. And I know when we think about that, we think of a lot of different things. But what I feel the Spirit of God's been speaking to me about preparing the way of the Lord in my life is, is making room, making access, creating that channel for him to flow through us. The Bible says out of our bellies, out of our bellies is going to come rivers of living water. And I feel like the enemy has done everything he can to get us to focus on everything that we can get, everything outside. You hear songs sung, we pray, hear prayer, prayers prayed, we hear ourselves even, saying, God, give me more faith. God, give me this. God, give me that. And I hear the Spirit of God saying, I've already placed it in you. He said he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And I'm so excited because I just love the people of God. I love doing kingdom business. Kingdom business is healing. Kingdom business is salvation. Kingdom business is breakthrough. Kingdom business is prosperity. Kingdom business is having clarity of the vision that God's given you for your life and the vision for the church corporately and that we can do things together that are impossible to do by ourselves. Amen? So I'm excited this morning. Like Sean said, we don't have a lot of time today. <clears throat> I don't know why, but I got all the time I need, and I just love, I, f I feel like one of those high output motors, you know, like drag race, you just full throttle, it might not be a long, you know, I don't need to preach all day, but get ready, because we're going to take a little ride, just, just get a little whiplash, get a little whiplash like you're taking off in a jet, have you guys ever flown in a Small jet, private jet, oh, just fling your head right back in the seat. Those two, those two uh, huge Rolls-Royce engines, just jet engines. I mean, you just feel it. That's how I feel like God likes to work through me. So if you're feeling something coming at you hot and fast, just receive it. Amen? Amen. 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 Now get ready. I mean, it's just, it was just confirmation. I was pretty sure that everybody went and got a copy of the outline before they started prophesying this morning. I mean, you can tell they went and, they went and got that, but that's good because that makes us look like spiritual church, right? Makes us look like we know what we're talking about. That's what the visitors think. You know, they all, they all got together before church and started talking about this. Yeah. Just so you know, they didn't get a copy. That's just God. Amen. We're one body. We should be hearing one voice. I loved what I read about this man named John Knox. He was a preacher. He said, the church, there, he said, I will be of no other church but that which is, has Jesus Christ for pastor. Hears his voice and will not hear the voice of a stranger. John Knox was a man who started a revolution for God's glory. He was not afraid to stand up against immorality. He was not afraid to stand up for the cause of the king and his kingdom. He, he was so revered and feared that Mary, the queen of Scots, said that she is more afraid of John Knox preaching and praying than she is in, of the invading armies of England who could come and wipe her out in any moment. This is the day where I feel like God's raising up people again who will speak the truth of God with the power of God and the authority of God and understand that, that God is the one who's going to fulfill his purpose in this time, in this life. And I love how Pastor Sean was talking about just making that commitment, challenging yourself with tithing. 
I'm telling you what, the Bible says in Genesis, that as long as the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will remain. You cannot sow kingdom. You can't sow finances into the kingdom. You can't sow your prayers into the kingdom. You can't sow your time and energy into the kingdom without reaping a harvest. It's impossible. God would have to be a liar. And the Bible says he's not a man that he should lie. He's going to fulfill his word. He's going to fulfill his word to you. He's going to fulfill his word to me. And he's going to fulfill his word in this Bible. And we're going to get to watch and see it happen. So the only ones that if we don't do that, if we don't take that, that dearly and close to our heart, we're the ones that we're going to be missing out. We're the ones that are just going to have whatever we decide to have for our life. But if we want his best, if we want his way, if we want to see that exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, it's not somewhere else. It's in here. It's in here. It's in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's him in us and us in him that creates the dynamic that we don't have to go looking for anything else. It, when he said it was finished, he paid the price. He did the work. Amen. He made the way for us to have everything that he has for us so that we're not out striving and trying to find something that we're missing. You are lacking nothing. And that's the enemy has done that since the very beginning. He's tried to get the enemy of our soul, the enemy of our prosperity, of, of God's plans for our life. He's tried to get us to focus on everything that we don't, that thinking that we don't have it, so we have to get it when he's already placed it in us. And we can draw it out by the Holy Spirit. You're going to draw out the gifts. You're going to draw out the plans. You're going to draw out the purposes of God in your life. Amen? Amen? So I don't even know where I want to start reading at here. Let's go, let's go over to the second page and look at some prayer notes that I have. I'm just going to flow with this. This is, pastor has called our church to pray. We're not the only church. There's lots of churches that are praying right now for 21 days, fasting, seeking God. I don't know about you, but I feel just a whole, a whole different level of clarity. I feel like I'm a little sharper. I feel that there's just different things that I feel like God is trimming the fat off, not just here, you know. I mean, I use that too, amen. I know what you were thinking. Yeah, you look a little overweight. But no, that's not what I was talking about. Trimming the fat, trimming, trimming excess, trimming baggage. Now, the airlines are doing a great job now of helping people pack light because they want to charge you an extra 50 bucks a bag, right? Everything, do I really need an extra five outfits? The lady said, amen. The guys are saying, oh, no. It's all right. The guys get to take a handbag, and the women get to take two suitcases. That's the way it works. <laughs> I know it's the truth. Prayer notes. These are some things that God's been placing on my heart during prayer for these last couple weeks. We're going to be praying tonight. I want to encourage you. Please come. Record. Push the DVR. DVDR what is it called? DVR. You can record it. No one will talk about it today while we're here praying. If the game's still going, we'll just, if anybody knows and they say anything, we'll just take you out and flog you. That's what they did in the Old Testament. <laughs> we'll do a little Old Testament. Create an avenue. This is preparing the way. Preparing the way for God to move in and through your life like you have only imagined. For the exceedingly abundantly. I'm, I'm ready. I want, I, I'm thankful for where I'm at with God. I'm so thankful. I cannot tell you how thankful I am from what God's brought me through, what he's done in my life. He saved me. He's cleansed me. He's given me a great family. And I am just saying all that is awesome. But I know there's more. And if anybody's in here and you could say you've, you've finished 
your course, you've finished your job and everything else, then you can come take the microphone and tell us all how it works. Amen. But, you know, we all, none of us have attained. And God has so much in design and plan for each and every one of us that we have to be willing to make these changes. We have to be willing to say, I'm willing to change this or it's not change. I, I dream about change. I talk about change. I love the word change. Give me my change, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but when you talk about actually changing, when you actually say, I'm not going to the left today, I'm going to go to the right. It's like your whole body's like, oh, it's going left because you're so used to it. You've developed habits. You've developed, you know, Mike was telling us this morning how he was setting his alarm. He's getting up early, part of his fast, and he said he decided last night to have a little deal with the Lord since he stayed up too late that he could sleep in this morning. But he said, you know, Lord, I won't even set my alarm, but if, he's being real spiritual. But if you want to wake me up, you know, we'll get, then you can go ahead and wake me up. Well, guess what happened? God woke him up. Amen. Amen. So he's making a change. And even when, we're, 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 even when we don't feel like, you know, we can do it, God, that's where God steps in. It's in his grace. By, 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 by grace through faith. Did I say that backwards? Okay, good. Thank you, Lord. That one's confusing sometimes. I can go either way, right? Amen. So, create an avenue, a channel for God to flow through. It is finished. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Faith is now. Creative power of God is placed in us by him. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Jesus told him to come, talking about Peter. He stepped out on the water. He stepped out on the word. He was walking on the word of God, the rock, the sure foundation, the supernatural. These are things beyond the natural. These are things beyond what we're seeing with our very eyes. We're walking by faith and not by sight. The church of God, God is calling us to another level. Throw yourself out of the boat of comfort and reason. He's calling us to come out and experience the supernatural. Walk by faith and live the abundant life. Kingdom purpose is connected to souls. Make disciples to reap the harvest. His strength and my weakness. Be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. Build yourself on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Draw out. Draw out. Everybody say, draw out. The living water and refresh those around you. There was a refreshing. When you guys were worshiping God this morning, as I just heard the Spirit of God, there was refreshing. When you're singing, holy, 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 you're singing, holy. I, I, don't, I don't carry a tune, so you know, that's, that's, that's how I do it. <laughs> unless, unless I can sing with somebody, then you know, I, I'm close. As you're singing, refreshing. How many of you felt refreshed by the worship this morning? That's a refreshing. That's just the Spirit of God pouring out on you. There's healing flowing. There was healing flowing. Some of you might have felt something shooting through your body. Maybe you just felt a, a presence, a warmth. Maybe you felt the icy hot. It happens different, different, different ways. There's no recipe for it. But we understand that when we worship God, he inhabits the praises of his people. That's his word. So we know it's going to happen. We know he's there with us. So we have keys to unlock these people, these people that are around us in our community, in our, 
in our, our neighborhood, in our workplace. There's keys that God's given us to unlock them from the bondage that they're in. Because it literally is a bondage. It's like having chains. There's chains around them. This Bible says there's scales over their eyes. There's chains. They're in captivity. And literally, we have the keys through Christ to unlock that and to release them from the shackles that they're in. And without one of us being willing to do that, they're going to be locked up. They're not going to, most of the time, I mean, it's very rare that, that God will just speak to somebody and they get born again. Usually, 99% of the time, thank you. I left a different one over there. Wow, that's good. You guys want some of that, I bet. <laughs> anyway, there's keys that unlock there's the brokenhearted, there's, there's people that are sick, there's all these different things will unlock and open the door for God to move in their life like never before. So we remember, you're the one that has the key, you're the one that has the, the answer to their questions, you're the one, and you say, well, I don't know enough, I don't have enough. It's, it's not about, you're being led by the Spirit. It's not something that you, you know, can necessarily prepare for. There's times when you're talking with somebody and all of a sudden just, it opens up. God will begin to speak through you, talk through you. You don't have to Worry about it. The Bible says at that very moment, he'll give you what you need to speak. He brings all things to our remembrance. You say, well, I read the Bible, but I don't remember a lot of what I'm reading. All of a sudden, you'll be in a place, and you'll need that scripture, and God will give it to you. And that word will go with power, and it will unlock the captives. Amen? So it's exciting. What is, is if you think about this, there's this huge push across California. It's a law now, if you're building anything new, is to have carbon monoxide testers in your home. And the reason is, is there's thousands of people that are dying all the time because of carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide, if you don't know, is it's colorless, it's odorless, it's tasteless. So a lot of times you don't really know what's happening, it's too late. And I feel like these detectors, just like these smoke alarms, we have smoke alarms and a lot of times they just irritate us, right? We hear them going off because the battery's low. Boop! And, you're in the, and it always does it in the middle of the night. 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning. And all the wives are looking at their husbands. He didn't change the battery. I know I'm not the only one, right? But it's a detection device to protect us from harm. You and I have the Holy Spirit. And I want you to think about this. The Holy Spirit is our detection against poisonous gases, poisonous things from this world, poisonous things from all these different things that are trying to distract us, to try to take us back, to try to get our mind to think outside of God's plan for our life. And they're poisonous. And they've killed more vision. They've, they've robbed people of their joy. They've robbed people of God's power and purpose in their life more than anything else. And a lot of times it's, it's something that can't be detected by the natural person. Just like carbon monoxide can't be detected by any other means. A lot of times, the enemy's sneaky. He goes in, it's colorless, it's odorless, it's tasteless. You don't realize it's happening until it's already had an effect. And I feel like God is raising the sensitivity level on us. He's given us the Holy Spirit so that we can be, have this protection to know the discernment. There's a gift of discerning of spirits, and then there's just natural discernment that God has given us about connections, about people, about, about uh, decisions that we're making. He gives us this discernment so that we can be, we can continue to move through it. A lot of times in new construction, they have this thing that you have to build a special wall called a firewall because it has to have a certain rating in case there's a fire you can't get in to your house. 
That's the Holy Spirit for us. He gives us this firewall of protection. Our computers, we put antivirus things. We put all these different protection measures on them because we know if there's something gets in there, it's going to crash our computer. We know that, it, that, that in itself, it's only as good as whatever protection measures we've given it. And i just been sensitive lately myself, just having the Holy Spirit telling me, just, I want you to put on these protection measures. I want you to, to be aware be sensitive by the Holy Spirit of what's going on. There's going to be lots of decisions and things that you're coming up with this year Then you're going to have to have your detector sensitive. You do that by praying in the Holy Spirit. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, we're going to, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you say, well, I don't know about that. That's Old Testament. It was the New Testament. <laughs> now what? No, you don't have to pray. You don't have to pray in other tongues. It's a privilege. You get to. No one's forcing upon you. He's a gentleman. He's not going to make you do anything. But when you do that, the Bible has promises that go with it. And it's that drawing up the living water that's on the inside of you. So some limitations that I feel like this firewall is going to help us come against is that our attitude. I'm back on the first page. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. My attitude has probably been the number one thing that has kept me from achieving some of the things that God's had for me. I know it's rare out there. So we'll just talk about me for a moment. Our attitude. Oh, I got a friend in the house. But you always have a good attitude, don't you? He didn't know I was being sarcastic. I'm just kidding. So... Our attitude can limit what God's doing in our life. Preparing the way means keeping an eye on your attitude, keeping an eye on, okay, what's going on in here? Our thoughts, our thoughts, what are we thinking about? What are we meditating on? That's where, that's where the Holy Spirit is like that detector. He, he brings it to your, your attention quick, and then we can decide, do I want to continue to meditate on this? The Bible says what? Cast down every Vain imagination. Before that, the scripture verse before that says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. So they, to pull down these strongholds, and so we pull these things down that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. What's the knowledge of God? Everything that God's taught you in his word is his knowledge for your life. I want to read this. This is in um, 2 Peter, if you have your Bible or your, your tablet. I preach off my iPhone, but I know I'd get rebuked later. <laughs> when, you're with, when you're with the Romans, act like a Roman. Amen? All right. Here we go. Second Peter. I'm having fun. That was what I was told to do this morning. All right? If you're not having fun, then you're being disobedient. So you better be having fun. This is church. Take a deep breath. Ah, this is church. I love it. Feel the weight just come off your shoulders. Let it roll off. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. Verse number two. Verse number one, 2 Peter. Chapter one. Didn't I say that one? I mean, where else would we be? To those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and our Lord 
and Savior, Jesus Christ. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who's called us by glory and virtue. As we make changes, as we're, as we're pressing into God through this time of prayer and fasting, we are gaining knowledge of God. We are gaining his wisdom. We are putting on the mind of Christ, not just spiritually, really. We are really not just thinking about this. This is not something where we're just ascending to some level. This is a, a real effort. We renew our mind with his word. We put on the mind of Christ. We pull down vain imaginations. Just as you're doing anything else, if you've got weeds growing in your garden, you rip out the weeds because you know they're going to be taken off the nourishment from the, what you really want to grow. In our lives, we pull the weeds. We get rid of it. We move it out of the way. We put on the mind of Christ. We have godliness through the knowledge of him who's called us by glory and virtue, by which, verse 4, we have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Amen? So we are partakers. Amen. I'm going to have the worship team get ready to come back up. We're not going to be done yet, but I'm going to have the worship team come up for as they can. So I wanna, as, I, as I get into some... Something else that I felt like the Lord has placed on my heart this morning. Amen. Amen. You guys have a lot of uh, scriptures in here that you can look up. Sean told me I really don't even need an outline because, you know, you just have the scripture in there. So, so I don't really have anything. But that's okay. We don't really need the outline. We need the word. Amen. So however you get it, that's the most important part. I feel like God's going to do some breakthrough this morning, specifically, and really, really reveal some things to you that are going to help you prepare the way in your life. As we prepare the way for God in our lives, personally, we're going to prepare the way for Him in our home. We prepare the way for Him in our church. We prepare the way for Him in our business, in our employment, in our neighborhood, in our county, in our region, in our state. We're preparing the way because we want to see God rule and reign in this earth through us. Regardless of the way the world's going, regardless, you guys can start doing some whatever you want to do. You're led by the Spirit. They rock. Give them a big hand. I love, our, I love the worship team. And so breakthrough is in the house this morning. And I just remember one night we were in prayer in the last week or two, and, and uh, Kathy was telling me about a scripture she had in First Chronicles. I think it's First Chronicles. Let me look. Is it First Chronicles? Yeah, First Chronicles 14, 10 and 11. And the Bible says that David inquired of the Lord. And he asked God. We're going to inquire. If you're taking notes this morning, write that down. We're going to inquire. There's, there's steps that we can take personally one of the first things I do before I really prepare a message and ask God what he wants me to say is what, if, if people actually do what I'm trying to motivate them and encourage them and inspire them to do, is it going to change anything in their life? Or am I just hearing myself talk because I like my voice or if I, I like to preach. I like to, I like to preach the gospel. But if they do do what your word says and they do take the instructions and do it, what's going to happen? Is it going to be beneficial? Is it going to be worth their time? And so understanding my audience this morning, understanding what 
who you are and what you're doing and what you want to do because I know your heart is to do what God's called you to do. You wouldn't be here this morning if you didn't have every anticipation of fulfilling God's purpose and destiny in your life. And I also feel there's just a lot of us in here that just, you're just feeling wore out. You feel run down. You feel defeated. There's been a depression and an oppression, I feel like, sweeping across trying to rob people of their joy, of their peace, of the satisfaction, of that hope that they know is in Christ Jesus. And so I feel like God's going to remove some things today. As we inquire of him, he's going to give us that direction. David inquired of the Lord because he didn't know. You see, your enemies, it's different now than it was then in the sense that they were fighting physical battles with physical warriors, but we're, we're in a spiritual battle every day. And though we don't see the enemies all the time, you might never see their face, you might not ever know who they are. It's spiritual, but it's real. Just because you can't see it, just because you don't know where it's coming from, you know it's, it's not God. Because you know the things from God by what, what they say, by what he speaks to you. As we're, as we're learning to hear his voice better as a church, pastor's been preaching about hearing the voice of God. It's been on my heart about hearing God's voice. As a Christian, more important than ever before is hearing the voice of God and what he has for you. So we're inquiring of him. And he's revealing his plan. And as, as we're hearing his voice and stepping out on his word, it's supernatural. You're not going to be able to do it in your own strength. That's why we're inquiring of him. David, as soon as they found out David was anointed the king, the Bible says that the Philistines just thought, we're going after him. And so David heard about it, and he said, Lord, if I go up, should I go up against him? Should I do this? And God said, do it. And sure enough, God gave him his word. He went up against him and defeated all of his enemies. And over and over and over and over, God gave David victories. And in my life, I feel like the, the areas that I mess up in my life is, is David. It's personal things, personal things that we do that rob us of what's going on in our life. And I mean like David, like not being an adulterer. I'm just saying all kinds of things that we do that are on a personal level. It's not having to do with God and his word. It's having to do with our choices and things that we, that we do. Most of my problems have come from our self-inflicted, I guess is what I like to say. Can't blame anybody else for him except for I'm looking at him in the mirror. But that's part of the process. It's part of learning. It's part of knowing that God is going to bring you through even when you do blow it. Even when you do make mistakes. Even when David did all those things, the Bible says he repented, he got back before God, he inquired of the Lord, and the Lord gave him the victory. In your life, when you take this stand, when you make this step and you make the commitment this morning, you say, I'm, I'm, Lord, I'm preparing the way for you in my life. I'm preparing the way for you in my heart to move in and through me. I'm not looking outside, I'm looking inside. A lot of frustration comes in our lives. This is the Holy Spirit when we, be, we want everyone else to change but us. You will save yourself so much frustration. This is the Spirit of God speaking right now trying to change your spouse, trying to change your boss, trying to change your situation, trying to change everything around you, you're going to be a frustrated person. Father, right now, right now, Lord God, we just release it. And Lord, we turn to you. 
the author and the finisher of our faith, the one who begun a good work in us, is going to complete it. Lord God, we thank you this morning. We are preparing a way, a channel, Lord, for you to flow in our lives. Hallelujah. When they found out that Nehemiah was going to go build, rebuild the walls of the city, you know what his friends did? Nehemiah 2, 19 and 20, when they set out to do it, the others laughed and accused them. There's always going to be people out there that are going to try to take away what God has placed in your heart. They're going to try to steal. It's like the Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. This morning, I'm just feeling a stirring of the Holy Spirit in this place right now. It's building because there's an expectation in you has nothing to do with me has nothing to do with anything except for god loves you he wants to do things in you and through you that are exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think some of you are in here this morning and you need that breakthrough that i'm talking about you need to know that as you inquire the lord he's giving you the plan and the plan is perfect the plan is going to work hallelujah go ahead and sing 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 what you're going to sing and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and flow with this thing for a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can go ahead and stand and join us for worship for a moment. And I'm going to flow with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. As you're worshiping God this morning, expect to hear His voice. Expect to hear answers of the inquiry that you've made before Him. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. To proclaim. Hallelujah. The year of the Lord. Yeah. Prepare the way. Oh, 
stuff that we talk about all, all the time. We talk about God and his plans and what he's doing and how he wants to continue to move in our church and people. But I was, this was specifically for the youth. I just felt like you've been seeking God and you guys have been coming together and you've been going to a whole other level in your personal relationship with God. And I heard the Spirit of God say he's going to give you new access that you've already began to have interns and do these different things in the past, but I heard the word access. He's going to give us new access, and he's going to begin to bring in young people by, by more, than you, than more than we've seen before. And it's going to be a confirmation that God is doing what he said he was going to do, because you said, God, I'll give my life to this, but I want you to do your part. And God's going to begin to bring you in the harvest people, and you're going to begin to disciple them. And I heard the Spirit of God say, as you inquire of me, as David did, he's going to give you the clear-cut plan on how to win them over and disciple them. What's been on your heart from from the Spirit of God is that you want to disciple these young people to be able to move and, and change and affect their generation. And so I heard the Spirit of God saying, the number that kept coming to my mind was the 70. And I went back into Scripture and it said Jesus had the 12 and then he took 70. And I hear that the 70 is this number that I keep hearing. And God's going to give you, and you're going to begin to train them and develop them. He's going to give you access. It's going to be supernatural. He's going to give you the way. He's going to give you the plan on how to train, develop, and disciple them. And then you're going to lay hands on them and release them with power the way that Jesus did with the 70. Father, I thank you right now that you confirm your word with signs following. Lord God, I thank you that this bears witness with their spirit that it would be just a confirmation of what you're doing in them and through them. I thank you for a new level of anointing. Lord, I thank you for that access. I thank you for that breakthrough in the youth ministry right now. And we give you glory for it. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know who this is for, but there's a there, there, some of your, your systems aren't working right in your body. I don't know if it's different organs, different things like that. Maybe it's organ issues. Maybe it's blood flow. It could be any of these things. Things are not flowing properly. I want you guys to get ready to help me pray for people. Hallelujah. There's, there's, there's things going on in your body. I want you to come up here quick. If that's you, come up here quick. We're going to lay hands on you. God's going to heal that. Any, anything that has to do with your systems in your body, come up. And then I want you, if you're a business person, if you're an entrepreneur, you're looking for a promotion, and if you need prayer for both of these areas, don't worry, we can, we can handle this. You're going to come over to this side over here. Mike Lee has a word of the Lord that God is going to begin to open doors for business people to step out by faith and watch his prosperity come and pass on your life. Whether it's a job promotion you're looking for, whether it's a, whether it's a business that you begin to start, this was on his heart and bear witness with my spirit. Go ahead and begin to pray over these people as they come for, for this. And go ahead and put some, put some oil on your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for healing virtue. Go ahead and sing holy, holy, holy as we get ready to pray. That one, and then we'll just go ahead and sing that. And, we'll begin, and I'll, I'll just call anything else out that comes up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need practice. Amen. I got to do this more often. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. The rest of this church, I want you to worship God. There's something that's going on in your life right now where you need. You need clarity. You need to inquire the Lord right now. I hear the word, I hear the word of the Lord saying, inquire of me. And I'll give you the plan of attack. In the name of Jesus. Whoa. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Jonathan, Jonathan, come on up and have Mike pray for you. You got some new things coming up. New opportunities. Increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh God, let him feel your power flowing in and through him today. something inside this man of God right now. I hear the Spirit of God saying he's healing everything. struggling you're just you've been fighting it and fighting it and fighting it but you just continue to feel this 
oppression and depression is just overwhelming you. I don't know if it's coming from an anxiety or a fear, but it's just, it's overwhelming. You're out of, you're out of your place. You're out of, you're out of what God has for you. I don't want you to come up here. I just want you to stay right where you're at. I want you to lift up your hands right now. And at the sound of the voice of the Holy Spirit, Father, I thank you right now. Every weight, every shackle, everything that's trying to hold them, that's trying to oppress or depress, right now, Lord God, right now, right now, right now, let a liberty, let a freedom reign in their heart and in their mind. Let the peace of God that passes all understanding reign in their hearts right now. Oh, you're doing some great work in here right this moment. High output. I love it. Holy Ghost. If you're in here and you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, come right up over here by Pastor Sue. Real quick. Real quick. Anybody at all? If you're here and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's not a test drive. It's not a tryout. It's a lifetime commitment. It's 100%. I surrender all. You've tried it your way, it doesn't work. Probably like me. I did it my way, I didn't like it. Frank Sinatra's still trying to do it his way, and it still doesn't work. Jesus is the way. You heard Sally read it this morning. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If you're ready to make that commitment this morning, go ahead and raise your hand up. I'll pray with you right here, right now, right where you're at. Amen. 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 Every day is a commitment. Just keep your hands up. Father, I thank you right now. Repeat this after me. Say, Father, I come in the mighty name of Jesus. I repent of my sins. Forgive me now. I confess Jesus Christ with my mouth to be my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Give them a hand. If you want to come up afterwards, we can give you a free book or something like that. It will help out. Hallelujah. Married, married people, grab, grab your spouse's hand if they're here right now. There's been a, I just hear the Spirit of God saying there's been an attack, an onslaught against couples to try to break down the family unit. And I feel like God's going to do something. Father, I thank you right now. Lord, even though my wife's across the street, Lord, right now I know by your spirit this is going to penetrate any walls. Lord, right now, as the man, man, you're going to look at your wife and you're going to say, I commit to inquire of the Lord. And we're going to follow after him like never before. And wives, all you're going to say is, I'm following you. As you follow him. Corinda, say it. <clears throat> Don't make me use that word. Obey. Hallelujah. Father, we love you today. If God's still doing work in your life right now, you just let them. The, the worship team is going to continue to play for a moment. We're going to continue to be here for a moment. If you can't wait to watch the football game, you're, you're dismissed. We-